0: because the season ends, there's another state championship, then coach is a dad now, coach running around. So shout out to coach Wilcox, we miss you. And now we have the opportunity before some of you guys go off to college to celebrate, and let me get this right, four sectionals in a row because COVID broke up what could have been five, four sectionals in a row, Back-to-back state title, Baldwinsville Bees boys lacrosse. Now I ask you to applaud after we get to say championship, 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 two state championships. Can we have a round of applause for the team, please? Yeah. I just want to know how many times I can say championship here on the show today. So we have Carson Dial and we have Braden back with me, Pennifeather Stevenson, aka Braden PS. So, Braden, how are you? It's been a minute.
1: I know. It's been a minute. I'm doing good. How are you?
0: Doing well. I believe we sat here talking about the hopes of a state title. So, what's it like to sit here with me after we talked about the fact that you could get there, now being on stage at Pizza Man, having done exactly what you said you're going to do? What does that feel like?
1: Oh, it's been surreal to do it with your best friends. I mean, one time was great. I mean, we had our goals at the beginning of the season to do it again. And then... This sort of as the season went on, I mean, it just became more and more real that, I mean, this is definitely possible to do it again. I mean, it's been a blast, especially with all the new younger kids. It's been great.
0: Carson, you were sick last time. I was. I so, was sick. Happy to have you here.
2: It's great to be here.
0: And, Carson, for you to go through this run, this opportunity, this team, this season, what is this story for 2023 really felt like?
2: Uh, it's, it, it was a surreal feeling, you know, getting back here. Um, obviously we had a chip, not really a chip, but a target on our back after winning last year. So, you know, to come back and be able to do again, um, after putting in all the work and getting everybody's best shot every game, uh, I know like to speak for our seniors. It really it felt awesome to, uh, leave here, uh, on top still, cause we know the seniors last year got to, so to be able to do it this year was amazing.
0: And when you're a senior and you get to leave on the highest of notes, right, you win the last game all the way till the end, and then there's nothing after that except for this next chapter. For you as a senior to be able to leave that way, just what that truly feels like to you to know that you won everything you possibly
2: could. Uh, it feels it feels awesome. You know, it just makes me really proud of what we were able to leave behind uh, as a senior group. Um, And it just kind of, I think, shows hopefully the younger guys the blueprint for what's needed to get there again. Um, But it feels great. You know, I'm super proud of um, everyone on our team, the coaches, the players, the support from the Booster Club and the town has been amazing. So it feels awesome. I uh, I wouldn't rather have left any other way.
0: Braden, for you to have this exclamation point before you head off to college, just what these last few years have been like, through your eyes and to know that the last game that you ever played in high school is a victory?
1: Uh, I mean, it's great. I think COVID, I mean, opened everyone's eyes and you don't really get many opportunities at it. And uh, I myself played hockey and a bunch of other kids on the team did. And we came up short a bunch in the sectional championship a couple times back to back years. But I mean, we've had a lot of experience definitely in lacrosse winning and we knew what it uh, took to win. And just to put it all together, I mean, I think we're just really fortunate to be in the situation that we are.
0: You're going to Richmond. Congratulations. Can we clap it up as he will be you. continuing on in Richmond? Yeah. We're not gonna talk about what the Spiders did to Syracuse men's basketball back in the day, because that was a fifteen seed that beat Syracuse's
1: two seed. But why did you choose Richmond? Uh I mean, it was just a perfect fit academically and athletically. Just the small school, I mean, has like a high school feel in the classes. And just lacrosse-wise, too, is something I'm looking for. They're really competitive year in and year out. And just, I mean, the team culture there, the coaches, everything fit what I was looking for.
0: You're heading a little bit of a distance away to Virginia. What's that going to be like for the family?
1: They're actually moving so they're moving down to charlotte so it's okay. a pretty big move right now we're actually moving our house so
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no so they're moving to charlotte in four hours compared to eight so i mean it's definitely going to be something new opening a new chapter in my life as a graduate and now moving so it's is it something exciting yeah
0: is it your fault that the house is being relocated to Charlotte or no?
1: No, not my fault. They could have moved a while ago, but uh, it was always their goal to get down there. We have a bunch of family, so it just makes sense. So
0: yeah, so they're closer to you, and you know, historically, when you look back at this moment, you can take credit for it and say that you made the move happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so Conway, Car- <laughs> so Carson, Fairfield. Yep. Yep. Heading there to continue your career in lacrosse. Can we please give Carson a round of applause for Fairfield?
2: So, bring me into fairfield and way that felt right for you. Kind of just like what Braden said, it um, just kind of had everything that I needed academically and athletically. Um, I really love the campus, the feel that you get from being there. It's really nice. And then the coaching staff was amazing. The guys on the team are awesome. I already know a couple guys there. So it's um, I just thought it was the best fit for me and my future, and it sets me up for success. So that's why I chose there.
0: You're not going to be too far away. What's the what's the distance for you?
2: Uh, it's like four,
0: four and a half with traffic, maybe. Okay, so I mean, I guess far enough, right?
2: Yeah, I think that that also played a part. Did um, you you
0: want that? You want a little yeah. bit of distance? Feel like you went away somewhere?
2: Yeah, a little, but not too far. I thought four was kind of the perfect uh, distance. Okay,
0: fair enough. Do we know if Richmond and Fairfield can schedule down the road here? They
2: played last year. They did play last year. Yeah, so. so. I'm sure once during the four years, hopefully we get to square off.
0: What would it be like for you guys to be on opposite sides for the first time?
2: That that, That would be awesome. I'm not sure I'd be able to. Look at him and not laugh, uh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, uh, with, no, no, in, a, in a nice yeah. way, in a nice, I don't know. That would be awesome, though. It would be a ton of fun. I hope we get to play all, against all the boys in college. But.
0: Braden, what what about you? If you saw Carson on the other side, what would that be like for it'd you? It would
1: be crazy, I mean, something different. I, mean, I played with Carson my whole life. I mean, not just in the cross, but like soccer and everything else. But, I mean, it would be nuts. I know a bunch of the Fairfield guys, cool people, guys there, some other guys, you know, so that would be pretty cool, honestly.
0: So last time we were here, the notion was that Coach has maybe gotten a little softer being a dad now. Would you say that's fair? Or is, is the thick skin back? Is the edge back? What, how would you describe Coach right now,
1: Braden? Uh, I think he always has an edge. But, I mean, he's definitely opened he's opened eyes a little bit more as he has a kid in his life. But uh, I think he's the same old, but he's definitely got a little soft side to him still, you know?
0: Okay. What would you say, Carson? Has he changed in fatherhood?
2: Uh, I don't think he's changed too much. I think he's got the same edge. I think, uh, if anything, he's maybe just a little more tired from uh, taking care of the baby so much. But, uh, you know, he definitely still wasn't scared to put us on the line if we messed up or uh, give us a good little yell. So I I don't think he's changed too much.
0: For this team stepping forward as you guys are turning that page to college, Talk about some of the young guys and a blueprint, right? You mentioned the blueprint, Carson. What is maybe some of those foundational pieces or those really important key elements to the blueprint that you want the young guys to remember when they go into next season?
2: Uh, I'd say just playing together, um, always having, you know, the guy next to you's back, um, doing the things in the offseason that maybe other schools aren't doing. So I, I know Coach Wilcox is great about that, but – you know, going to the school, maybe just hit the wall during the winter or during the fall when you've got other sports but you can still make some time getting after it in the weight room and then just doing whatever you can to keep your stick in your hand and stay tight as a group, you know, making smart decisions and always playing together. I feel like I'm sure Braden would agree. That's why I think we had so much success. Um it's because we were always uh, such a tight knit group and we knew where someone was gonna be without even having a look like just stuff like that. The little things make the big things happen. So just stuff like that.
0: I like that's a good quote. Little things make the big things happen. Braden, what would you add to that as um, the blueprint for these guys?
1: Hard work, dedication. I mean, all those things that like Carson said, I mean, not getting too big of a head, always sort of play with a chip on your shoulder, keep working hard. Uh, just enjoy the moments, you know, I mean, I know it's my senior year flew by looking back at it now, just, you know, enjoy the ride, have some fun. And, you know, that's some fun.
0: When you look at these guys that are off camera right now, Braden, what are some words that would describe them?
1: Wild. Okay. Um, unpredictable a lot of times. We got some characters, but we also got some really smart kids. I'm looking at
2: Ryan Quinn right now. Okay.
0: What about you, Carson? What would you say? What are some words to describe these guys?
2: I'd say we definitely got some goofballs. Um,. I'd say we definitely have, we do have a lot of hard workers, uh, some funny kids, also some more idle kids, you know. We got a great mix right here that I'm looking at, actually.
0: What's an idle kid?
2: Um, you just kind of are uh, in your own element, one would say. Maybe almost just observing or doing, <laughs> just hanging
1: out, hanging out. You sort of still or mute, like you just don't do much. Okay.
0: So existing. So if the future team was to make a boy band, who would be the two lead singers of that boy band? Who are the front runners? Because you say Idol, and I think of a different thing. So Carson, if you had to pick boy band, you're thinking personality. You're thinking someone who's not afraid of crowds. Someone who could be like a ham, so to speak, and want the spotlight. Who are the two lead singers of the future Baldwinsville Bees boys lacrosse team? Uh,
2: I got to go with uh, Trevor Sutton and uh, probably Anthony Nicolucci, Idleman himself. (laughs) I feel like those two, uh, the amount of hours they have on Guitar Hero is probably absurd. (laughs) So I'm sure they do just fine uh, in in a boy band.
0: Okay. How many hours would you say a week they're on Guitar Hero?
2: Um... I don't know. If I had to guess, it depends on the night. I'd say it could be up to maybe five or six hours a night sometimes. Okay. It just kind of depends. I'm thinking maybe maybe eight hours a week. I don't know. Something light like that. Okay. it's so. definitely good. They're definitely very good. I respect it. Uh, it's just it's an idle thing to do, one would say.
0: Okay. Braden, the boy band of 2024 for this team. Who are the two leads?
1: You know, I'd have to agree with Carson, but, you know, two are the candidates? Kyle Levy, big moose. I mean, he doesn't really talk much. He's got a deep voice, but I know. I feel like he gets get it at the high notes once in a while. And, you know, a kid that's pretty wild. I mean, I don't know, like, what what's up with this kid. Iggy Omedico. Like, <laughs> looking, <laughs> just look at him. Look at him. He's just staring out the window right now I'm talking about him. So, the kid's wild at times when he folks. I don't even know. So, he's got some size of him. I think he would come out, you know.
0: He looks very calm. Yeah. No? Right now. Right, right now, now he's calm. Right
1: now. If you get him going, he gets go.
0: Okay, so en route to the state title, Braden, I'm going to stay with you on this one. I want the most calm personality on the team en route to this state title. I want the craziest human being on the team. And so we have calm, we have crazy, and I want the most emotional on the run.
1: Okay, most calm person. Anthony Nicolucci. Uh, He's Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we're getting player. ready for a big game and we're getting hyped up, and you just look over there and he's just straight faced But when when the whistle blows, he he's aggressive. He's a dog. He's a dog. A no. he's a no. okay. Craziest person. He's not here. Will Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, this kid will probably jump off tables and start breaking like Bill's mafia style. Okay. <laughs> Most emotional. I would have to say Keegan. You know, he's he's always giving the best pep talks, everything like that,
2: keeping the boys in line. So.
0: Okay. Same question, Carson. From your point of view,
2: uh, I'd have to agree with uh, two of them. I think Anthony is definitely by far the most calm, calm soul we have on the team. I think Keegan's the most emotional. It's, he's a, he was a great leader for us this year. But I I, I got to think I got to say the craziest. I think I got to go with a uh, shout out to Aiden Lyman. That kid, he's something out of a cartoon. To be honest with you. <laughs> So okay. I'm gonna have to go with him for my craziest pick. How
0: does that happen? How does how is he someone out of a cartoon? Go a little bit deeper into that.
2: Uh, he well, he loves to he loves to do some dances. Uh, he has funny comments. He's always adding something funny to the conversation, whether it's in the locker room, on the bus, maybe just even in the hallway. His outfits are also very uh, questionable. Questionable. <laughs> okay. He has had about 14 different haircuts this last year. I've known him a couple buzz cuts. He had bleach hair at one point. He had normal hair. But uh, I just think altogether he's a very crazy individual. I love him. He's one of my best friends. But yeah. He's crazy.
0: But unique.
2: Very, very unique. That's a great way to describe it. A loud, it.
0: loud personality. Another way to describe it, maybe? In a way?
2: Yeah, I'd say a loud Or a loud style, maybe.
0: All right, well, since you guys are seniors, I would like, Carson, you first. Your favorite Coach Wilcox memory?
2: Oh. All right. Put me on the spot here, there's a lot to pick from.
0: There's a time capsule. We're going to go back and look at this someday.
2: Yeah. Um. Let's see. My... Uh... My favorite has got to be maybe the first time I ever got to see him uh, bust out some dance moves. It was sophomore year after we won um, the sectional championship. We didn't have a locker room, so we all gathered in a big little mosh pit in the parking lot, and he just moved in a way I didn't know he could still move. Uh, it was great. It definitely put a smile on all of our faces, and it made that, uh, that win even sweeter. So I'd have to say that's probably my favorite Coach Wilcox memory.
0: What did he do that was so unique
2: dance moves-wise? Um, well, he's, he, he loves the sprinkler. Um, <laughs> he he might have broken out the worm. He broke out the worm a couple times for us. Okay. Um, he did do one move with his belt that almost took off Colin Doyle's head one year. <laughs> he swung his belt in the air. That was probably one of my favorites. Okay. And then uh, he threw in a little twerk once in a while, too. It was a great mix. It was a great combo.
0: There's the Wilcox twerk. Yeah. Sure, okay. Sure. All right. I think we need that needs to be a yearly thing, maybe.
2: And if they keep winning, they get to keep seeing, them the, seeing the twerk, things.
0: the worm, the belt. There's a lot of moves for Coach. Oh,
2: for sure, he still got it.
0: 100%. All right, still got it. Braden, favorite coach moment?
1: Oh, there's a lot. I mean. He's had some great dance moves, some pretty questionable ones. He, Very true. Yeah. And sometimes I've heard he's eating turf on the sidelines and grass. <laughs> but my favorite one has to be at the beginning of this year. We have a scrimmage, and we're watching film, I think, the following like, Monday or Tuesday. And he's chewing gum or uh Oh, my God, oh no, he's chewing drop. like a mint or this something. Cough. Yeah, oh cough God. drop. He's chewing a cough <laughs> drop, okay? And we're watching film, and one of our coaches on the computer. The other one's pointing out stuff. And the one-point-out stuff, Coach Borkowski is dying laughing the whole time. So, like, five of us are dying laughing. Coach Wilcox has no idea. Like, 15 minutes go by, and he's like, what's going on, boys? And the whole team is dying laughing. And he's like, what? And he's like, have you guys been hearing me chew so loud? We're like, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's the, the, chew? Me. the chew? The yeah. chew sticks out? He's too? chewing his cough drop, and it was just so loud.
0: Okay. All right, so – So subtle subtle but loud for coach. All right. Well, we're going to play rapid fire, but right before we do that, to be champions once is a blessing, right? It's an honor. It's a privilege. To be multi-time champions is something few people can say in any sport, at any level in the world. There's a ton of people that will play on an athletic program and never win a championship their entire career at any level. So, Carson, for you to be a multi-time champion, when you go to sleep at night and you think about that, what's in your head? What lasts with you to say, I did something with my teammates, with my brothers, that some people never get to do, and then it happened again after that?
2: Yeah, um, I'd say, first of all, just extremely proud. of every each and every kid that I've played with at um, Extremely happy. Um, just to be able to leave our mark and kind of leave these two teams that we've been on um, in Baldensville history forever. That's something that not a lot can say. I'm just really proud of that. And then also like just the memories that um, I've made. It's almost like the ch- at this point, the championship has been like a bonus because That's forever, too, but so are all the friendships and the uh, memories that we've made every single day um, in the locker room, on the field, on the bus. That's the stuff that I'll remember, you know, when I'm gone, and uh, that's the stuff I'm going to miss the most. So I'm just grateful to be able to have that and um, also some championship. championships.
0: Can we clap that up? That's great. Friendships bonds forever more than championships that's some big words Carson. i appreciate that braden it's a tough act to follow but to do something that's not been done by so many and won't be done by so many till the end of time is win a championship to do it and then do it again just what goes through your mind and your heart when you reflect on the fact that you're in a very very small company
1: i mean i feel like there are no words to describe it i mean just really excited and grateful but like coach wilcox said it and i feel like we take it for granted maybe a little bit i mean not in a bad way but he said we're the first team i think in volunteer history sports wise to go back to back for a state championship and i feel like right now you know we're having a great time it's summer and school's about to start up for all of people going to college and high school but you know looking back on it five ten twenty years I mean, just the friendships that we have, I mean, it's great. I mean, I think we're going to really cherish it later on in life, but right now, I mean, I feel like there are no words to describe. Just ask the phone.
0: Yeah, I love that. Friendships, once again. Big time shout out to the relationships that you build. So let's play rapid fire. We got a couple apiece. Braden, you get to start. You can ask me anything.
1: Ooh, I had some some good ones last time. I don't know. Um, Yeah, you did. What did you say? <laughs> um, it's your favorite movie and why?
0: Favorite movie? <sighs> I love movies. I love screenwriting too, so that's that's a tough one to say. I'd probably have to say I like Liar Liar. It's a good movie. It's a Jim Carrey movie, and I can recite probably the entire movie. So it's. <laughs> did you say Jim Carrey's here? Yeah. Who's Jim Carrey? Right there. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, but uh, Liar, Liar, fantastic movie. And then i probably say, uh, Remember the Titans sticks out. I mean, there's there's a lot of them. Uh, Sandlot, there's a lot of good movies out there. But Liar, Liar, I like comedy. All right, Braden, I'm to ask you one here. Braden, you have to have an actor currently out there working who's going to play you in a movie. What actor do you choose to play you
1: in a major motion picture? No, I'm not saying that. Okay, the boys saying Miles Finch. That's just nowhere close. Um I'd say Mark Wahlberg. I don't know why, but uh, like Mark Wahlberg (laughs) fit my role. Yeah.
2: All right,
0: Mark Wahlberg, not bad. Most of the things that he does end up successful. Yeah, we'll go with that. All right, Carson, what's your first one for
2: me? Uh, my question is, uh, let's think. Uh, If you are on a desert island and you need to bring three things, you're limited to three and three only. What are you bringing?
0: Is, is there food on the island or no?
2: Yeah, you've got some bananas, some fruits, some coconuts. You'll be all right.
0: Okay, so I don't have to worry about bringing food. No, no need for food. All right, I'm bringing my dog, Lily. I'm bringing a pen and a pad because I like to create. And if I'm going to be on a deserted island, I'm going to be creating a lot of stuff. And I guess I'd bring a flare so that I can get off that island eventually. That's a good answer. I got to bring a, a flair. All right. I like that answer. Thank you. All right, Carson. All right, all right. Carson, you have to become an animal. You have to become an animal for a week. And everybody in the community is going to know that this animal is you. So what do you become and who do you trust to take care of you?
2: So I'm I, if I'm the animal but I'm still living my same life,
0: yeah, So you are so you become an animal, but you obviously can't speak. Like you become the animal itself. But you have to trust somebody to take care of you as this animal. What animal do you become and what teammate do you think will actually take care of you as
2: an animal? Um, For my animal, uh, I got to go with, you know, I'll go with a lion. I feel like being a lion, you know, walking around here would be pretty cool. I feel like I, things would be easy. I'd get a lot of... looks maybe people would pet me that'd be cool and then uh to take care of me i gotta go with uh just greg marinelli you know i've seen the way that he he and his family take care of their dog and uh i feel like i feel feel like i'd have a dog dude yeah i feel like i'd have a great time uh hanging out with greg and his dog at the marinelli household
0: all right fair enough i like that brayden what's your last question
2: for me Ooh, I
1: gotta think of this one. What's your favorite type of chia? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. Um last meal. Let's say you're on death row. I don't know why, but okay. what like you can order like I don't know, a whole warehouse full of food or you could order like, you know, on one meal. What would you order?
0: Well, being Italian and Hispanic, I'm smart enough to never be on
2: death row. So
0: family takes care of stuff. So
2: saying you're in the mob,
0: I'm not saying anything. All All right. I'm saying I'm Italian and Hispanic and I appreciate your question. So I would say if I, if I was on death row for some reason, I'd have to have a meal that lasts long enough for somebody to break me out. So I'm probably doing like a seven course Italian meal followed by a bunch of Hispanic food, so that I can get a couple hours in and it'll give me enough time to get out. So I'll enjoy the food and I'll leave the nachos hot when I escape. That's how I look at it. All right, Braden. That was an interesting question. So let's say, Braden, you, Carson, and I are going on a road trip. Who is driving? who is handling the music, who's bringing the snacks. And the fourth part is we're on this road trip to go save somebody from going to jail and it's one of your teammates. So what teammate are we getting out of trouble and which one of us is food, which one of us is music, which one of us is driving? So this is like a buddy cop film to go save somebody.
1: Okay. In the car, I think we got you driving. You seem very responsible and everything. You get us to the location. All right, I'll drive. That car's on music. I mean, he was on music in the locker room a bunch of the times. And okay. I, I think I can take care of the snacks. Okay. You, know, you can't go wrong, with that. But
0: So in this feature film, who are we going to save?
1: We're going to save some of my good friends, Garrett Sutton. There's, this kid getting in trouble for a lot of reasons. I don't know. I feel like this kid's <laughs> going to have been jail for some reason. I'm going to read about it. And, <laughs> oh my God. <goodness>. Yeah. <laughs> You look what's at him. He's wearing, wearing a right fitter now. right now. Like, Yeah. This, this, yeah. We're going, to, we're going to get this kid
2: out of jail.
0: Okay. So we're going to get Garrett out of jail in this movie. All right, Carson, what's your last question?
2: Um, My last question. If you could live anywhere, and you, you didn't have to work, you didn't have to pay, you could pick anywhere in the world to live, including outer space, where would you live? <laughs>
0: Outer outer space is intriguing. It is. But I would probably say, well, the way that this country is like in this moment and the amount of money I just spent on groceries for like six things, I would probably go to an island to not have to deal with many of the people, but I would bring my favorite people. And that means I would bring the Baldwinsville community with me. I would bring oh, you guys
1: with you me. So I don't even get a
0: clap for that. I get an awe. Oh yeah. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta bring some sanity. So I gotta bring some of my community. So but yeah, I'm gonna go to an island. I'm gonna go to an island that nobody knows about, that's not on a map, that you can't find, and it's really, really hard to get to. And and that's that's where I'm gonna go because I think all of us within the last three years have considered going to an island somewhere. So I, I, I would probably do that. All right. All right, Carson. If you were skydiving and the parachute broke off and you had to trust one of your teammates to jump out of the plane after you midair... Catch you and save your life. What teammate do you believe would jump out and put their life at risk with their parachute to
2: save you? You know, this might be a controversial answer, but um, I'm actually going to go with Trevor Sutton because uh, I feel like he just he lives his life as like a daredevil almost, and uh, he's also an outdoorsman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, he's an outdoorsman, so I feel like he'd he'd uh he'd have some type of idea of maybe you know how to jump, um, and just kind of maybe save my life. I don't know. I, I feel like I would trust him. Well, I, I you know I actually don't trust him, but I would I would let him do that.
0: You don't trust him, but you would have him try to save your life.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just that's an like interesting answer. Just, just pull something out of nowhere. And uh, let's just hope he's not preoccupied. But uh, if he wasn't preoccupied, then he would be able to save me probably.
0: Very, very strange answer from Carson to say, I don't trust him. I don't know if he'll be focused. I don't know if he'll be preoccupied, but he's the person that will save my life.
1: There's, there's just something about him. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. He's also really wild and dumb enough to do it. He probably exactly. jump out. He probably <laughs> jump out of the airplane without his own parachute. I
2: look at of these guys. I don't think they'd even go up in the plane to go skydiving. So yeah, yeah. I'm
1: looking at Schunzel, they'd never get an airplane.
0: I want to know this kind of as a bonus. Which which teammate do you think, if you all went up skydiving as a team, would stay on the plane and refuse to jump?
1: That's interesting. I don't know who it would be.
0: Who would who would not go? And I asked this question because my mom just said to me that she, well, she said this to me recently, she wants to jump out of a plane with me. And we both she wants to parachute out of a plane, which I never thought my mom would do. So I want to know who wouldn't do it on your team.
1: We both agree on this one. With, uh, okay. Lucas Mattoon. Moots. Mootsy. Moody. Moody. He's always he's always a little anxious, you know, always asks some questions. I feel like he would get up there back. I think we're fine to go yeah like, you sir worry having a panic attack
0: okay so from that to someone on your team that would jump without a parachute as you said Bertie. i
1: mean I, I would explain it this way trevor would probably tackle him out of the airplane
0: okay so he would he would yeah. make, make him yeah. go yeah. all yeah. right
1: trevor
2: could definitely get moody to jump out of the airplane
0: okay by forcing all right so with that being said this has been a bowensville bees boys lacrosse Sectional title, sectional title, sectional title, sectional title, back to back state title celebration from Pizza Man on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, 50 Oswego Street, Ballinsville, New York. Thank you for watching. We got a couple more teammates coming up, but please may we celebrate Carson Dial and Braden Pennefeather Stevenson. And gentlemen, God bless. And I hope you have a great time out in Richmond and Fairfield. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank, you Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you
1: having us.